there. Welcome to Overpass. Hi, I'm Pokin. Hey, Pokin. How's it going? Mm, I'm doing all right. How about you? Doing good. What did we do last night? We raided on Mangler. Uh, yes, so we did. I raided as Yarnex. I I obviously raided as Pokin, and I boxed uh, Dracoco. That's right. You came up a little late, but we still got some loot, right? I got came in gearing. and saved the day. Started tanking saved, like right away. Saved the day. So that earring I got has 515 hit points on it now. Wow. Um, so yeah, playing on Thornblade a couple of days ago and then switching over to raiding on Mangler was kind of interesting. Do you think? You think so? Mm, no, I I had no problem. It's like riding a bike. It was for me. It's like I was in North Row tanking mummies, and then I'm in Ashen Gate tanking stuff that hits for 8K. Um, I just, I continued to die. I think I die more on my rogue than I do on the monk. Yeah. Even though we're having a harder time on the, uh, on the Thornblade server, obviously. Well, I think we'll catch our stride. But let's not get distracted with Thornblade server. Today's episode is going to be about Mangler. Um, so yeah, we raid with the guild called Pals. Yay, Pals. Yay, Pals. Um, I... Joined pals back at the end of Luckland, and Hoken, you were one of one of the founding members, right? OG member, OG, OG member from the first first week of uh, Mangler launch, and uh, we we were holding strong for a little bit, and then come Velius, we did a small little merger with uh, a couple of the people from uh, Bloody Rapiers. I remember um, Bloody Rapiers. So they, they joined Pels, and then we've just been, you know, getting new members throughout the time. But, yeah, I've, I was a founding member, OG. I think there's only maybe five or six of us left from that, that first week. Yeah, we're going to have to get these OG members on the podcast and talk about uh, their times with Pals, for sure. Oh, yeah, of course. I'm sure uh, Band-Aid and... Jorn and stuff would love to come and talk about it. Cool. So yeah, we raided last night. We raided Ashen Gate. We did Ashen Gate uh, East first, and then we went over to West, and then we tried to finish up North, and ran out of time, didn't we? Yeah, it was unfortunate that um, that event we did with all, all the dragons, where you had to kill the assassins and the true shots and stuff right that's crazy that was my first time doing that uh, yeah that one's uh Dinlet's army Dinlet's army yeah right. that was wild i have no idea what's happening in that i know our uh raid leader rippy he gives us all the instructions we can handle and i still really didn't know what was going on i knew my job was just to get as much aggro as possible and i did that yeah i, I saw um one of the other warriors deck deck he had like eight or ten <laughs> Mobs yeah. on them, yeah. And I was like, "Holy, holy smokes!" Yeah, there was oh, a point I had probably seven or ten of the enforcers on me, but with reptile and sloth, uh, I was good. And then I would send you a a message on poking of reptile, reptile, reptile. I couldn't even boxing that because I was also anus this last night. So right. trying to pick which which mobs to attack and then keep reptile on the tanks and then. 
you know, maybe get some heels off without getting aggro. It was it was a little bit intense for me, especially with the waxing. But yeah, so the first time we did that, um, I was boxing on the shaman slow coco, and it was kind of nice because I dedicated heels for Yarnex, but at the same time, uh, trying to keep them synced was pretty difficult. I just put Dracoco in a corner. I was like, you face this corner right. here. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, and yeah, then, we had a good time for that raid. I won some loot. You, got, you said you got an earring, right? I got the earring. I needed, I had a uh, MPG. Maybe, I don't know if it was Trials or just a MPG zone wide drop. But oh, wow. I had a I had an earring from there and it wasn't f- fantastic. So well, I replaced it last night. Right? I almost got it for one. I think Serge bid oh, me right. up. I remember that. Somebody bid um, bid you up on that. Yeah, I would have been happy with one, though. Oh, it's yeah, got, for sure. It's got five decks on it, a bunch of hit points. I'm I'm almost at 2,000 or 20,000 hit points now on Pokémon, so. Yeah, I'm surprised how cheap stuff is going um, in TSS. I was expecting people to uh, dump their DKP on a lot of these items. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think a lot of our new members just don't have the DKP, so they don't That's even true. bother. Yeah. Just waiting. wonder what people are holding out for. We haven't finished all of Frostcrypt. I think we did... Maybe we finished all of Frostcrypt 1. There's two two regions of Frostcrypt that you have to do. We haven't done the second phase yet. Uh, rumor has it we're going to be doing that on Sunday. Cool. Yeah, I'm ready for it. Um it's been it's been hard. Like each fight, each expansion, the the uh, encounters get a little harder and harder, and more and more involved, and operate in a box. Uh, and these raids becomes more and more difficult. I think um, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but you were pretty disappointed with how easy OMM was for uh, Omens of War. You are not wrong. I was very disappointed in that. I remember on Povar. We couldn't even kill OMM, uh, even like later in era. I guess eventually, just kind of past depths of Dark Hollow, we didn't really do it that often. But it was—we just couldn't do it. We could clear all the rest of Anguish. Uh, eventually, like I remember, uh, my warrior named Neonite. Anybody rem- remembers Neonite? Let me know. Uh, on Povar, I tanked all of Anguish uh, from start to finish on the one character. But we just when we get to OMM, we just called it a night. So pack it up. We're not going to even try it. Wasn't it worth it? Oh. And, and did you guys do the Archmages? We did. We did everything else. And it got to be a pretty easy farm for us, but we just never bothered with OMM. We didn't have some of the uh, third party. I don't know. I, I don't know how, how does Daybreak or Darkfall Games feel about uh, Gina? I don't think they have a problem with Gina. I think yeah. that's okay because P ninety nine lets people use Gina as well. Okay, so it's like Gina is kind of like in WoW where you have these add ons that gives you messages on your screen or audio triggers or alerts and tells you, hey, something's happening. You need to react to it. And they just weren't available when I was in era. It wasn't really available, and trying to coordinate that with people was hard. And we also just didn't have the gear from before because we didn't have the agents to change, but. Eventually, we kind of caught up. I think we killed Mayon Mistmore once on Povar. Right. But yeah, I was I was kind of disappointed, and I took... It was also um, time with my PhD where I was working on stuff, and I was like, 
I wasn't getting the same enjoyment out of it, just rating. There wasn't the challenge there. And so and then I came back, uh, back when Dark, uh, Depths of Dark Hollow dropped with my rogue. And then I remember Rippy saying, we could really use a warrior. And I th did you send me a tell? You're like, say something, you can do it. Uh, I think you and I had recently just talked about you going warrior anyways. You had said right. something to me like, I used to be a warrior. I was pretty good at it. I could be a good warrior for the guild. Yeah. And uh, I remember Rippy saying that, and I said, uh, hey, Rippy, I know somebody who could be a good warrior. And that, I think that was it. I think you were like, I guess I'm going to be a warrior now. Right. And so in the span of, I think it was about three months, I went from creating the character to being one of the ray tanks for pals and being and able to tank, I guess, anything. In, in you got more AC than some of the other warriors, right? I do. They have me maybe beat out on hit points, but on AC, um, I'm pretty dead. And I still, it's embarrassing, but I still have empty aug slots or very weak uh, augs. Well, we have to go farm some augs for you. Yeah, I guess we will. But it's okay. Like I said, um, I'm able to keep up with the content just fine. So it's not a dire situation. It's just it would make it easier for everybody if, um, I guess, if your main tank was better geared. For sure. And then uh, Pokin. Pokin's doing all right over uh, on Mangler as well. I've, I've gotten a lot of... Uh, a uh, lot of gear this expansion because I was wearing anguish gear. Uh, I didn't really get to play a lot. I think Depths of Dark Hollow and Prophecy of Row was really screwy for for gear. We didn't really, I don't know. We had, I think we had a hard time like just getting gear. And then I felt right. like every every raid that I was on for uh, what is it, Demiplane? Right. That's the end game. They, end zone they, for uh, Depths of Dark Hollow. They did not drop any like chain loot. Well, you did I get saw... the the Gupton illusion, the the range slot item, right? That's the rogue only item. Yeah, yeah I got only. that. That's pretty nice. But I didn't really get a whole lot you, from that. You got expansion. a charm. <sighs> yeah, I, bring, I, want... I brought it up. I brought up the charm. So one of the, I'll talk about that for a second. One of the charms yeah. um, is. It increases based off of how much gear you get from Demiplane. So right. it gets better. Um, but it just says increases. So before you get the charm off the body, you don't know how much it, it has on it, right? Right. So I think, what I, does it start I, with? Does it show like 370-something hit points or 390? Yeah, something like that. And I was right. like, oh, if I get more armor, it only goes up from there. Right. And we were already talking about not having... A ton of uh, a ton of chain loot drop in there, so I was like, whatever, you know, I'll get a nice little charm for the charm slot. <laughs> and when I finally got on my character, it had no stats, zero stats. It only no stats, nothing. And also, only works with visible items from Demiplane, like you know, boots, arms, chest, legs. You know, it doesn't count like earrings or rings or ranged items. So that range item you have for your rogue doesn't even count towards that, which is pretty sad. I think I wasn't raiding that night when you won it. I think you texted me and told me about it. I was like, oh, I feel bad for you. Yeah, you know, I've been saving up my DKP for a couple expansions, so I wasn't right. really worried wasn't about it. So, um, but 
that'll teach me not to, you know, do my research. <laughs> Always do your research. That's what um, one of one of my favorite things to do research with as far as item drops is raidloot.com. Uh, shout out to raidloot.com. I really enjoy uh, using, I like their interface. You can sort all the items by expansion or you can do up to an expansion and older. And then you can you know, sort it by like AC or AC or hit points or you know, very, a lot of combinations for that. And it really helps me prioritize what items I want. I think some people just kind of don't even research it. Like, oh, that looks shiny. I think I'll bid 300 AKP on it. While others like me, I'm like strategizing, trying to determine, you know, how much am I going to spend, which which slot needs the best upgrade, and like, where are we fighting now? What he has a chance to drop? I do all that stuff. Yeah, I uh, I really like Raidloot.com uh, as well. I use it. I just go to the expansion and I'll switch to Rogue and I'll see all the available right. stuff that's gonna drop and new illusions and stuff. So, uh, yeah, I I really enjoy that site as well. Uh, yeah. I knew this expansion. I really wanted to get new visible armor. I you know next expansion I can work on rings and earrings and stuff. But yeah, last might night be going I earring. We might be going back to Death Nail. So. I've heard we're going to go back to death now because we didn't do much with death now because pals was kind of in a, you know, attendance was kind of down, I think. Right. And also death now isn't the easiest zone. Like once you get past the second event, it's pretty easy, but getting past the second event was hard for us at first. But I think yeah, you know, I think now. you guys are going to go to death now. Uh, I think it's going to be on Tuesdays though. So I can't usually All make right, Tuesday yeah, nights. It'll be I'll okay though. I, I prefer uh, I prefer all the new the new content, anyways. Sure. Well, well, Death Nail has some nice the nice clickies as like auras for the entire raid or the entire group. It doesn't only apply to you. So you click the ring, it gives you like extra attack or better heals. And there's one more I can't remember what it is, but they're really nice. Oh yeah, uh, we have to go back. We have that earring for the uh, the druid box, but we need to get a. Uh, that one, the damage one from that same Eldar Forest or wherever right, it was. Right, the Eldar Forest. Which is a really cool zone. I don't, want, probably even I don't easier want now. I don't want to tell anybody about it. I don't want people to know where we're going. <laughs> Just like the I sent you the video for Thornblade, oh, what spot to go? And I was like, Oh, this is the spot that we were at. That's very we interesting. At. But nobody well, else go there. Well, it's you know, that's an episode ago. People have already listened to it. It's uh the secret's out. But by the time they're listening to it, we might be beyond that. Hopefully. Well, I hope so, yeah. Because we're level up. Again, we're talking about Thornblade. We're talking about Mangler today. Uh, we're going to get um, really excited about Thornblade, though. Well, speaking of Mangler, yeah. um, got a couple cool expansions coming up. Uh, anything you're interested in? So the Buried Sea is the next expansion. I don't have a lot of memories with that expansion. I just remember I didn't like it. So, I mean, you know, just to say you don't like something, then you don't remember it, isn't that great? But one of my big reasons is the central hub zone, uh, Cata something. Cata Castilium or whatever. Cata Castilium, something like that. It's a, it's a circular zone. And it's, I just remember having to walk really far to try to get to, you know, the hub, the other zones that you wanted to go to. And mm. the one after. Ship, it, ship combat, though, right? I never participated in ship-to-ship combat, but I know that Yarnax probably will. 
especially as his old deputy illusion. El Bandito. El Bandito will be at the helm, calling for a cannon volley. <laughs> we can keel haul some people. Yeah. I like it. And then it's after no after the Buried Sea, we've got uh, Secrets of Fadeware, which Secrets I'm Secrets of Fadeware. I know you're really for. excited about that because you want to see Caraferm once again, right? Yes, that you the killable version of of Caraferm, the sleeper. Or the, um, I think it's the weakened state, but um, yeah, I'm excited for that. Yeah, and like, they have that's the expansion with the giant, like mechanized robot that wanders through um, Steam Font Mountains. Okay. Yeah. My time on Povar, that was kind of the end of my raiding days. I still did groups and hung out with people and did things like that. But after the Serpent Spine, I didn't do much raiding. So, all the content's going to be new to me. And the content we're doing now, I don't remember much about because we only did it a few times. But anything beyond Serpent Spine is going to be new to me, which I'm looking forward to. Yeah, so we got Buried Sea, Secrets, Seeds of Destruction. I've only heard good things about Seeds of Destruction. Yeah, Seeds but of I don't Destruction know much was the time about I quit it. playing completely. Um, the reason I quit playing completely, I mean, I sure had some personal reasons, but also the Mercenaries. I didn't like the mercenaries because a uh, somebody like level up the mercenary was almost as good as me as a main tank, and so a lot of people just went off on their own, and it kind of dissolved the social aspect of the game. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I think we're kind of at that point already. I can understand why they put mercenaries in. Right. Um, it's hard for maybe me to go and get those um, those augs or whatever I need. If you're not on, because I don't have a tank or I don't have a slower. Right. right. So to saying to, you need me. I'm saying I need you no, I to need get you my too. power sources. Well, I need power <laughs> sources as well. I know we talked about doing this. Maybe we'll do it tomorrow morning, and you know we can talk about that next podcast. For sure. Um, I know Underfoot is coming out at the end of the year, and I've only heard that everything. Uh, smacks people around and underfoot. I heard they're really, uh, really powerful mobs and really difficult raids. So uh, we'll, we'll see how tank, underfoot goes. I'm not looking goes. forward to that, but I'm looking forward to the challenge. We'll have to really get me geared up by then. I do like the lore of underfoot. Like we go, uh, Brel Sorelius is one of the the original creators of all the races on North, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I don't know what we're going to be doing down there. But we go down to his world, which has never been explored in the in the previous expansions. Even like going to Plane of Time, like Burrell Sorelius was not there. We've never encountered Burrell. I'll t- I'll tell you what. Um, when I was on test server, I was doing some of the epics. I don't know if it was monk epic or warrior epic or what I was doing, but I had to go to the hole, right? Right. So I'm on my level one ten monk, and I go to the hole. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot that um, uh, Yale is down here. And I think after they boost up the hole, they put another mob down there, uh, Master of the Seal or whatever, right? Yeah, I remember Master of the Seal. Yep. So I kill Master of the Seal. And right beyond Master of the Seal is the entrance to one of the underfoot zones. And I can't remember which zone it is, but that's not really important. What is important is I walked in there on my... 110 monk and i was used to you know 
I could run through the zones, get right. aggro on everything, feign death, and it was fine. But uh, I walked into that zone, and the first like couple mobs I targeted were all like bright red to me, and I was like, "Bright red hmm. at one ten? I think maybe I was level one hundred. So okay. So I know by I the wasn't... time we get to seeds of destruction, it's already a level eighty-five cap. That that's be level right. eighty-five. Whoa, that sounds scary. Yeah. So even at level one hundred, I was like, "Oh, I probably should not." be in here right (laughs) and i remember turning around like almost instantly like you you know when you're not supposed to be in a place you're just like "Mm -hmm." right yeah i like i mean i like those feelings but also i think sometimes i have those feelings and you talk me out of them be like "Ah, this looks a little too challenging you're like ah we can do it and then most of the time we end up doing it that's me role-playing as pokin as the careless You know, in EverQuest, I'm a, I'm a typically a very cautious person, but I, after playing Yarnax for more and more and, like, building up the confidence, is like he... Because remember, I've only been playing him for, like, three months. And um, it's just strange to me that I'm already tanking, like, this endgame stuff. And Rippy will just be like, all right, Yarnax, you're up first. You ready? Like, yeah, let's go. And then it just happens. And, uh, and I, I really like that. I think it's a lot of fun. Um, being a main tank, but there's a lot of work that goes into it because being a main tank, you take on that responsibility is like you have to maintain your gear because if you die, um, other people could die until the next tank picks it up. Uh, yeah, or you could die and then the whole raid, raid can wipe, you know, and that's right. not fun either. Yeah. So or you also have to be able to hold your aggro. Um, so you have to keep your weapons up. And you have to be sure to match those buttons to hold that aggro. Uh, but that was one of my reasons for not wanting to be a warrior when I first started. And that's why I chose Rogue. Because with the Rogue, especially early expansions, you really don't have to worry about your weapons, right? Everything else no, is... You... Go ahead. Oh, you only have to worry about your weapons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Your weapons and maybe some worn haste, and then you're fine. But if you have your epic, that's 40% haste, you're good until um, Luckland, pretty much, right? If you wanted to keep just the 1.0, yeah, you know, I I think I was using the epic up to Lucklin, because um, the next best item would be the uh, item you get off of uh, not Yellowneck, the NTOV boss uh, Vulak. Yeah, Vulak. So yeah. Vulak's dagger, and then once you get into Lucklin, there's like the uh, the dagger you get from Caddyshaw and the bloodbath and couple of the other ones you get from yeah so that's uh, why i chose rogue specifically i i do like playing tanks i I like that role in the group and or raid of being the main tank and everything kind of focusing on you Uh, i also i really enjoyed playing rogue i think it was very nice to be able to like min max like when you pop your disciplines like positioning you always have to be careful with that uh, versus like a wizard or mage you can just you know, send your pet in, nuke, nuke, nuke. It's, you know, it's a different, there's different styles for each uh, class. But I never played a healer. So Shaman's the first time I've ever played a healer, which I don't know if that's classified a healer per se, but it's not bad. But I really enjoy the war. Um, do you miss, miss being the rogue? I do sometimes. I really do. Um, because if I'm not tanking, then I'm not contributing. 
And when I'm not contributing, I feel like, well, why am I here tonight? But, you know, with bosses, they last so long. Nowadays, we usually have a rotation of three to five warriors swapping out as the fight's going. So I feel like I'm still contributing. I, uh, I think I've always wanted to be a rogue, right? And I played a rogue on Ragefire, I want to say, one of the first GLPs. Okay. And I only got to like level 40, but I was having fun the whole time. Um, and then I played a warrior only really to help out pals because I knew there was a necessity for tanks on the server. Right. Yeah, obviously, there still is, but yeah. um, I think I think Rogue has like a nice special place in my heart. I wish they didn't nerf Rogue so much. Also, remember I, I told you I want to talk about this. I wish Rogues had uh, two hand piercing abilities. Right, but it was like it's huge, like either a spear or almost like a javelin or something. Just uh, you know, where you couldn't have offhand attacks, but you had these massive backstabs. Yeah, could you imagine if I was able to uh, backstab with a uh, you know two hand piercer? It would be interesting. I'm trying to think. Um, it would be, yeah, because I'm trying to think. Of, I'm thinking of it as as the tank. If you pop up behind a, mo a mob. And hit your whatever it's called, like assassin strike or something to up your DP, up your damage, and you pop a mob for like 30k, and then I'm sitting there trying to get aggro from you. Um, so that's the only. I'm trying to think of it as like in my point of view, trying to keep you alive and to keep the mob facing away from you. But I think it would be a nice option. I feel, you know, rogues have their one ability, the backstab, and and every all their DPS hinges upon that backstab ability, right? Uh, whereas other classes and and positioning, yeah. And positioning. I mean, you do get, you know, AAs to kind of negate it, but you still really need to be behind the mob. Well, let's take an example of, like, last night. So we fought the dragon, yeah, I'm trying to, uh, Sothgar, the Twiceborn. If you're behind him, he'll hit you for an 8K or 10K uh, tail swipe. So what were you doing there? Were you trying to, like, position yourself just right where you can try to get a backstab in, or were you just not be able to get backstabs in? I was dead most of the time. Well, well, you're not doing any <laughs> DPS when you're dead. I uh, no, I started off at the side and then I went to the back, um, and well, I was fine. Why you're dead all the time? Well, I was able to keep myself healed. It was okay. when we had um, how to say this nicely, some dum dums hitting the oozes. Right. Uh, that that is what was getting me killed, not the tail swipes. Right. We have a lot I of did get launched though. Raid. I did. I did get launched pretty far that one time too. Yeah, I don't know how. That. that was the first time I got launched, and I got stuck in a wall. And I was like, "Well, is this this where I'm going to be now?" And then I finally got out of there. Oh, you survived the launching? Yes. Oh, as soon as I went up in the air, I said, "Oh, all right, I'll wait for the res." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what? So you originally played Flex in the Warrior. Uh, what kind of made you want to change to poke in the rogue? Was it just like you always want to be a rogue and like you, and you only played warrior, like you said, just to help the guild and then the guild got enough warriors so you had the option to leave or was there something else? I was in a unique situation where I was able to play like all the time. Um, when I first moved down this way, my okay. wife was still not here. I had just unlimited free time to basically play EverQuest. It was right at server launch, and I could min-max. The competition was pretty high for the Warriors, 
up through like Velius. Okay. Um, so, uh, you know, you want to get your Epic first. Everybody was really competitive. Um, and then once Velius hit and I was working overnights and my wife was here, it started getting a little bit weird for me. I have just playing EverQuest all the time. So I couldn't go and get all the, uh, all the faction, the play and all the faction and stuff in Velius right. too. And that's, that's like the most crucial time in the game where gear is everything, you know, because there's no room for error. You either need to be max geared or don't even bother tanking, right? Right. That was the situation my main was on, was in on Povar. He just didn't have the gear. So he was only relegated to off tanking really until um, Omens of War. So at that point, um, we were just going through the merger. We picked up maybe like two more warriors or three more warriors. We had a couple uh, warriors that were moonlighting here and there. So, um, All right. I, I think be, I've heard of those situations. I, I pretty much said uh, uh, this is a perfect opportunity for me to go rogue. There was only like one or two at the time. So whatever weapons dropped, I was able to get them for really cheap. So. Yeah, there's a balance of like how many warriors a guild needs because like I said for for Yarnax and it's true for everybody, if you're not tanking a mob as a warrior, then you're not really providing much DPS and you're not you're not really doing a job. I mean you're there in case the warrior who is tanking ends up falling. Uh, but other than that, like if that warrior is gonna stay up the whole time, then uh, you're better off being like a DPS or something. But you have to have I'd say what, at least four or five warriors that have really good attendance. Um, and we're right at that. We have four or five warriors with, with decent attendance. I think we just have four or five warriors, period. We have five. Plus Tina. Tina, yeah. I haven't kept up with her gear. I know she tried. We tried for a Brutish Blade of Balance, which uh, is like, I still think it's the best uh, warrior item in the game period, uh, just because it's from Omens of War, and I'm still using it and getting great benefit from it all the way from, in TSS. It's from Gates. Gates of Discord. Right, I'm sorry. Thanks for the correction. Yeah, it's from uh, Tacti. Uh, but, yeah, if we got that for her, I think that would have changed a whole lot, because um, she has her uh, Anguish Signets done, and we do a couple runs in Anguish. Uh, you're geared. And that's what happened with Yarnaxi. One night in anguish, I got eight items for, I think, 120 DKP total. And the legend of Yarnax was born. So staying on topic with Mangler, um, I want to know what you think of, of PALs, of the server in general. Uh, I know there are some competitions with the upper echelon guilds for a little bit, but how do you think Mangler's holding on? Um, I think, personally... It's still really well populated. Sure. Uh, I'm surprised because we went through some of the hardest uh, hardest stages where we lose a lot of people. And then I thought we would lose a lot of people with Mischief and Thornblade, but we're still going. No, I think we did. We might have lost a couple of people, uh, but not anybody really key. I mean, I'm saying like every pal's great, but like it's not hindering us. I think we have to use more boxes maybe than we would like. But also, I think some of the other guilds like during Prophecy of Roe and also towards the end of Depths of Dark Hollow, I think they collapsed and we picked up a lot of people uh, from other guilds. But I'm really shocked 
how many people are just starting a new character from scratch and joining join our guild, which is great. Um, to have new players join Mangler is surprising, don't you think? Yeah, I if I was starting off, I wouldn't join Mangler personally. Um, but well, I think I can if see... you really want to see, like maybe you quit during Prophecy Row um, on live, but then you want to see what's going beyond. Then this would be because otherwise you'd have to wait a few years for uh, Aradun or uh, Mischief Thornblade to catch up. I think it's, I think it's just amazing how many servers there are, how many people are still playing at request. The game's twenty-two years old. Right, I, that's amazing. Still, yeah. And also, you have to remember that we're not going to talk about it too much. But WoW at this time, WoW just launched. Um, was the Burning Crusade was released on their classic WoW, and to see our numbers hold after Burning Crusade just released, I know like. People are playing EverQuest because they like EverQuest. But people also play these games just because they like these games in general. And I thought the combination of Mangler Thornblade opening up and WoW Classic releasing the Burning Crusade, I thought Pals was in trouble. And I'm really happy to see that we had a full raid last night and we were able to clear through content, like current content, with relative ease. Um, it's still challenging, which to me, you know, that's what I look for. But... Um, it's not like we're pounding our heads up against the wall. We're we're plowing through it pretty good. Do you have any cool pal stories you want to share? Cool pal stories. Oh, let's see. Oh, well, I remember when I started as a rogue, we already talked about where like you allowed me to, or I guess Mafaka, kind of gave me bloodbath, but also through Planes of Power, uh, myself, uh, you, Pokin, and another rogue um, who had a shaman at the time, Zammy's the shaman, his rogue was named Pokin Jr. Uh, we'll have to ask him why he called it Pokin Jr. I want to hear that story. We but know why. What? Well, we you know. tell me then. He wanted to be, he's my baby. He wanted to be just like you? I'm, I'm his daddy. Well, who's the mom? Uh, there is, I think Serge has Pokin's mom. <laughs> really? <laughs> Let's talk to Serge about this now. Uh, so we had like the three of us and also Orc was there. He was a dwarf rogue, if I remember correct. Um, and we, the four of us, kind of would always talk amongst ourselves and talk about like, hey, there's this item that's dropping. It's going to be a great dagger. Who's going to benefit the most from it? who's got the worst dagger. And so we would do things like where you could win it for 21 DKP, which was pretty, pretty cheap where you could, cause you earned maybe what, like 20 to 30 DKP in a night. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. we would get those items and everybody collusion, collusion. I was like, look, it's partnership. Like, you know, if we can agree amongst ourselves to, you know, the greater good, any one of us was funny. It's kind of ironic. Could have backstabbed the other and, you know, snuck something away, but it was a really cool time for me. And then I think Oric moved on, and it was just me, you, and uh, PJ, Pokin Jr., as well as Polly, the rogue, Pokin, the rogue, and Pokin Jr., the rogue. And we started calling ourselves the Three Amigos. And I really enjoyed that. That was like a, a really fun time for me and pals. Um, I really enjoyed 
being on during that time and just I would be in tells with both of you just kind of going back and forth and we had our own little channel on uh, in the general chat just to be able to talk with that that's one of my yeah. stories I wanted to share the story about I don't know if you were with us I want to say you were there on Polly but we went and did some um, leveling over in Splitball okay maybe. and <laughs> maybe and so when we went to split paw um there was i think noto was polling J maybe jack's hammer was there and no maybe we didn't even have a, a where i'm not no, sure i think yarnax was there i don't think it was Polly. i think it was yarnax but we we were pulling half the zone if not the whole zone yes and i, story, I know but... i know i know maja was there we just we were there for maybe two hours and maybe lost like one or two people, but Oh, bread stacks was there for sure. Bread stacks was pulling and it was just the unobscene amount of mobs. I've never seen anything like that. And we were just absolutely destroying everything. Okay, That's why I, I, don't great memory I, have. No, I don't know. It wasn't there. I don't remember this epic uh, slaughtering in Paul. There was another story it, in Paul where we were trying to recruit somebody. And I thought that switched group on no, no, there's an epic slaughtering, the most epic of epic slaughtering. Yeah, so it was interesting to see. Like, I know um, Yarnax was kind of leveled up by uh, Jack Summer and Breadstacks, and to see them pull 30 or 40 mobs and hold aggro while little Yarnax, who didn't have any area effect spells or anything, had to go in and pink each one of them, hit each one of them, trying to get experience from it. And, uh, but it worked out. You know, he's. He's all grown up now. Yeah, he's a big boy. That's right. <laughs> well, I think uh, I think this is probably maybe a good place to stop. Yeah, um, we got more stories. We could be here for hours talking about stories, but want to kind of keep these not too long. Um, let us know if you prefer, like you know, longer episodes, shorter episodes. I kind of like them to be, you know, thirty, forty-five minutes is good for me. Would let us know about the audio quality as well. We're trying to work on that. We're trying to figure out the right settings, get get them working. But if you have any comments on the audio, feel free to let us know. Yeah, and you can. We're reach now us. on a couple more streaming services. Uh, yeah, there's so many streaming services. I could just tell you. Um, let me look it up. I think it's like Anchor. FM, and you can find us on on that. Just search for Everfiles. And then you can find all the services you're on. But if there's a service, I mean, you're listening to us now, so obviously you found it. Um, but if there's another service that you would like us to be uploaded to, just let us know at everpalsthornblade at gmail.com. Or you can also find us on our Discord, which is in the description of the podcast. Um, we'd like to hear from you or talk with you on Discord, uh, get some feedback. You can also, uh, if you're on Mangler, you're interested in joining our guild or trying to help find the podcast, gaming-pels.com is the Pals website. And at the uh, Pals website, you'll see a little blurb with uh, our podcast listed there. Uh, yeah, thanks to Mafaka and Noto. Yeah, thanks, Mafaka and Noto. You can also just find us on the game itself in EverQuest on the Mangler server or Thornblade server, um, either Yarnax or Pokin on Mangler or or Pally and Flexen on Thornblade. You can always shoot us a tell. Um, you know, we'll be happy to talk to you a little bit. Yeah, come say hi.
All right, and with that, I think I'll play our little outro music. Play the outro music. Played a great, called a great podcast for today. I'll talk to you later. Later.